Hey guys, it's Timmy, and this is Wrestling Unlimited, as we are here on the 29th of October 2021 to talk about everything that went down tonight on Friday Night Smackdown. I enjoyed tonight's Smackdown. I thought it was a pretty good show. There are some all right things on the show and whatnot, but for the most part, for the most part, I did enjoy tonight's Friday Night Smackdown. I had this frog in my throat all day. I don't know what it is, but I thought SmackDown was pretty good. It was on FS1. I like Pat McAfee at the end of the night. Michael Cole goes, remember, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back on Fox next week. And Pat goes, yeah, baseball sucks. We'll be back next week. Oh, well, what a shot. Anyways, I thought SmackDown was pretty good, but there was some interesting stuff that actually took place even before SmackDown went on the air. I'm going to pull that up for you guys right here. The first thing being, well, if I get the right screen up, give me one second. There we go. Raquel Gonzalez did a dark match before the show, and I know this may not mean anything because Dakota Kai did a bunch of dark matches earlier this year, and she's still in NXT. But former NXT Women's Champion Raquel Gonzalez did work a dark match where she defeated Tony Storm. Hanson Point defeated Tony Storm. Then, also, Creed Brothers worked SmackDown tonight as well. They took on, and I believe lost to the Viking Raiders. I can double-check that, but I'm pretty sure they lost... To the Viking Raiders. So that took place before SmackDown, which is very interesting that they're already taking a look at the Creed Brothers. Raquel Gonzalez, many people speculated maybe her losing the woman's title is her calling, getting called up. So we'll see if that is it or not. But this one's the one that really interests me. Are they really already looking at the Creed Brothers and bringing them up? Because it's like, you already got your your wrestlers in, in um, Alpha Academy. Maybe, you know, Alpha Academy got moved to Raw, so maybe they want these guys for SmackDown. I don't know what the deal is here. Didn't really hear much about this, but it is interesting to see that the Creed Brothers and then Raquel Gonzalez all work dark matches tonight with Raquel defeating Tony Storm and the Creed Brothers, I believe, losing to the Viking Raiders. I could double-check that right here. Um, we can go here, here, and here. I know who posted about it earlier. Um, da, 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 trying to find it. Also, Roman Reigns did not appear on SmackDown, but appeared after the show went off the air. So Roman was still there. Roman was there, just didn't didn't appear. I don't know why. No clue whatsoever. Trying to find. Creed Brothers tweet. I don't see it anymore. Come on. Come on. Probably just not scrolling far enough through Twitter. Here we go. Here we go. Um, nope. We're getting close, though. Um, here we go. So, yeah, Viking Raiders defeated the Creed Brothers tonight on are on, in a dark match for SmackDown. Also, since Greg Hamilton was released, well, Mike Rome took up the duties of announcing tonight. 
let's go here. Let's do this. Move this screen back over here. All right, so as far as the show itself, we kicked off with Charlotte Flair. SmackDown Women's Champion made her way down to the ring and got a good reaction from the crowd. Like, it was kind of mixed, to be completely honest. More boos than cheers, but more and more cheers than I expected. Michael Cole described the Flair-Becky Lynch title exchange last week as feisty. I guess that's one way to put it. Feisty. Or noted that she's now a six-time SmackDown Women's Champion, but she's not the one actually counting. And I go, oh, no. That swap really counted as a new title reign. So now when they used to say, Charlotte was a 12-time Women's Champion, now is she 13-time because of this? Son of a gun. We're going to say that she's not only the face of this division, but the face of this entire company. Claire briefly mentioned last week's drama and turned her attention to the SmackDown roster. She says she wants to be a mentor for the other women in the locker room. She wants to be the locker room leader, and out would come Sasha Banks. Sasha would make her way out to the ring, and Banks demanded a title shot against Flair since this is the new era of SmackDown. And I go, what the fuck did Sasha do to earn a title shot? Technically, Sasha shouldn't be getting no title shots because in her last title match, she's the one that got pinned. So, Flair said, no, I talked to Sonya Deville, and we agreed. Somebody new should be getting a title shot. Somebody new should be getting a championship opportunity. Case point, out comes Shotzi Blackheart, or as we now know her as just Shotzi. Shotzi interrupted and came down in her TCB tank, taking care of business tank. Shotzi pointed out that she's new. She's never faced Charlotte before. So how about she gets a match against the Queen tonight? Fans broke out in a loud Shotzi chant. And Charlotte said, I like that idea. And I'll agree to have that match right now. Shotzi was so happy, she fired her missile off into the crowd. And then apparently, they went and they asked the kid that caught the missile for the missile back. Like, let the kid keep it. You can go get another damn missile. Going forward, we had an 11 and a half minute match. It was Charlotte Flair against Shotzi, because yes, she is just Shotzi now. I thought these two worked really well together. To be honest, the crowd was very behind Shotzi, but I don't think they did. We'll talk about the finish and everything with Shotzi here in a moment. But Flair had the early advantage, and Shotzi used a sunset flip for a near fall. Flair went for a big boot, and Shotzi kind of avoided it with a Matrix-style slide right under her. Fans broke out in another Shotzi champ for that. Flair fought back. Shotzi recovered and hit a springboard Hurricane Rana off the second rope for a near fall. Again, fans popped in another Shotzi chant. Like, the fans absolutely love Shotzi. Yet they may be turning her heel. What the fuck? Shotzi climbed to the second rope, but Flair yanked her off to take over. Flair slowed down the pace, but Shotzi used a small package to get a two. Fans broke out in a loud let's go Shotzi chant, and Shotzi climbed to the top rope. Flair, though, rolled out of the ring. 
Shotzi went for a suicide dive, but Flair cut her off. Flair mocked Banks, who was still at ringside, and Shotzi took advantage and hit a scary-looking suicide dive. Shotzi barely hit Flair and seemed all right off of it. Didn't get caught or anything, though, because she barely, barely landed the dive. After a commercial break, Flair went for a moonsault, and Shotzi recovered. Flair was standing on the top rope, but Shotzi leaped up and hit a Hurricane Rana for a close near fall. Flair recovered and rocked Shotzi with a big boot off the apron. Flair went for the figure four, but Shotzi used a small package to get a close near fall and countered the figure four. Shotzi then avoided a boot with a tiger suplex for another two, and again, another loud Shotzi chant from the crowd here in Pennsylvania. Flair and Banks started arguing, though, and this one Shotzi ran at Flair. He moved and almost hit Banks. Banks and Shotzi had a brief stare down before Flair had the natural selection and picked up the victory. So after the match, Banks tried to help up Shotzi and Shotzi pushed her away. Shotzi yelled at Banks for losing, but for basically having her, helping her lose, distracting her, and then attacked her. He viciously beat down Banks around ringside and threw her into the tank. She then hit a senton off the top, off the second rope. Fans loved Shotzi throughout this match, but they did boo her when she attacked Sasha. So, I don't know. Because Shotzi got such a great reaction from the fans. And if this is a heel turn, I think it's the wrong move. I honestly do not think they should turn her heel. The crowd loves her. Like, it was evident with the five loud-ass Shotzi chants. There was like four Shotzis and one Let's Go Shotzi. Like, no. They should not be turning her heel. She is a great, great baby face. And maybe in time you can turn her heel. But you need to let her baby face stuff kind of breathe on the main roster right now. Because you haven't really done anything with her on the main roster. So, in the back, Caleb Braxton interviewed Jeff Hardy. But Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss interrupted. Moss told a bad joke. And then they walked off. And then there was nothing else with Hardy. To recap Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns from last week, including Lesnar attacking Adam Pierce. Then we get a video from Adam Pierce, who says that last week's attack from Roman, from Brock Lesnar did, yes, um, end up with a suspension. But that is not all that will happen for Brock Lesnar. Because he disrespected Pierce, a WWE official, Pierce is also fining Brock Lesnar one million dollars or as dr evil would say one million dollars so he is now indefinitely suspended and fined a million dollars paul Heyman was watching this news in the back when caleb braxton arrived hey hey paul so uh what's going on do you have anything to say about brock lesnar's fine and Heyman's like really you just like to show up here at the most opportune time, Ms. Braxton. Heyman tried to avoid her question, but eventually, he eventually did get worked up. He said, how would Brock Lesnar react to these, these, these fines, I guess you could say? He's like, oh, Brock would go down to the, the headquarters, the WWE offices, and beat down Adam Pierce." But he couldn't believe that Pierce. he goes, Pierce, what an annoying name is Pierce. He couldn't believe Pierce had the nerve 
talk about Lesnar last week like he wasn't even in the arena. He then realized, whoa, I'm getting a little too too much here. I I don't know. I haven't spoken to Brock. I don't know what he's thinking. Yeah, let's end this. And he walks off. So next up, Drew McIntyre came out for uh, an open challenge. He had an open challenge, and it was, well, it was accepted by Mustafa Ali. Ali came out and said that he wanted a match. He wanted this match with McIntyre because he's better than McIntyre in every single way, and the fans broke out in a You Suck chant. This match itself only went two minutes long. McIntyre had the early advantage and threw Ali across the ring. Ali tried to fight back, and McIntyre rocked him with a hard chop. McIntyre then hit a neckbreaker and set him up for the claymore. Ali fought back and regained control. Ali missed a 450 splash and avoided a claymore kick again. Then, in an interesting move, McIntyre recovers and locks on a Kimura to pick up the victory. So yeah, Drew's now doing the Kimura lock. I didn't see this coming. I don't know what this is leading to, but yeah. Cool. He made Mustafa Ali tap out to a Kamora lock. Going forward, they recapped King Woods and his coronation from last week. And I think we've seen where Hit Row is going to be, I guess you could say, positioned on the main roster. Just randos in the back. Kofi and Woods are walking through the back. They come up on Hit Row. Hit Row praised Xavier Woods for becoming the king and said that they were honored to be in the presence of royalty. Kofi then said something about them spitting bars. He said, how about a song for your king? And so they said, King Woods, King Woods, King Woods. King Woods. So they are saying that, and that was it. So hopefully this isn't it for Hit Row, and they're just randos in the back. We got a video saying that Zia Lee will be coming up soon. She'll be debuting soon on SmackDown. Going forward, we had King Woods tonight, Kofi Kingston. Oh, this was a pretty dang good segment. So Kingston introduced the king and started a all hail King Woods chant. Woods discussed winning the King of the Ring tournament and his coronation last week. Fans broke out in a you deserve it chant. Woods says that he does deserve it because he did a lot of stuff backstage. Woods asked Kingston to take a knee and he knighted him. He is now Sir Kofi. He also declared... Kingston as the right hand, or as the hand of the king. Fans broke out in a Sir Kofi chant. Woods gave Kingston a pin that had like a unicorn on it and whatnot, and the fans broke out in a New Day Rocks chant. They were then interrupted by the Usos, who said, Whoa! As they got into the ring. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jay noted that he's the only right-hand man here, and a lot has changed since they've been on SmackDown. They noted this is the Bloodline show. And Jimmy mocked the New Day for wearing their, quote, Halloween costumes tonight. Woods said he had heard enough 
and announced a trial by combat. The Usos versus the New Day. And Kofi goes, that means a match. That means a match. Usos said they accept. They then attacked Woods and Kingston before getting out of the ring. Michael Cole noted that the King can't make matches, so hopefully Sonya Deville will make the match will make the match happen, which she did for the main event. Going forward, we had the trick or street fight. It was the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs taking on Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. Match went just a little over 10 minutes. It was a Halloween-themed street fight. We always get one of these every single year, one of these Halloween-themed street fights. A lot of them recently have been tag team matches, thinking about it, but... Got pumpkins set up around the ring, Halloween decorations, even an apple bobbing station as well in front of the announce table. So the babyfaces had the early advantage, isolating Moss. Boog started playing his guitar. Corbin attacked him with a kendo stick. Again, WWE's got some sort of affection with kendo sticks right now. And um, the kendo sticks were painted up to look like candy corn. So as they're all fighting, all of a sudden, here comes Reggie. Here comes the goobs. Chasing the 24-7 champion. Yes, we had Drew Gulak out there. We had the Viking Raiders and others as well. So after that all subsided, Reggie did a backflip, ran away, and then they all chased back after him. Moss then tried to dunk Boogs headfirst into the tub of apples. Moss yelled at McAfee to watch closely. Boogs reversed and dunked Moss with Nakamura's help. Boogs, Nakamura, and McAfee... Then all had an apple. Back from the break, the hills were firmly in control. The fans broke out in a We Want Pumpkins chant. Corbin grabbed a bunch of candy, but Nakamura kicked Corbin, and the candy went flying into the crowd. Corbin teased using a pumpkin to put it, uh, but put it down, and the fans erupted in booze. The heels beat down Nakamura until Boogs fired back. He hit, a, he hit Corbin and Moss with a series of pumpkins and decorations. Boogs ran wild, and Nakamura beat the heels with a kendo stick. Nakamura went for a Kinsasha, but Moss put a pumpkin on his head, basically stopping him in his tracks. Nakamura and Corbin then fought around ringside, and they actually fought over the barricade as well. Back in the ring, Boogs climbed to the top rope, but two guys in costumes attacked him. This allowed Moss to take the advantage, hit a neckbreaker, and pick up the victory. After the match and after um, Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin ran off, they took their masks off, and it was none other than Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza. I don't know why they helped Corbin and Moss, but cool. In the back, Megan Morant tried to interview Sonya Deville when, well, she was interrupted by Sami Zayn. He said he wanted to talk to her. He's a locker room leader. She's going to need him here for Summer or Survivor Series time. And then they just cut away. Just cut away like fuck Sammy. Then we get a 1 minute and 13 second match, which wasn't even much of a freaking match at all. It was Naomi against Shayna Baszler. Naomi and Baszler were in the ring, but there was no referee. Baszler screamed for a ref, when out would come Sonya Deville. Deville noted that the referee was injured last week by Brock Lesnar. Like, they can't just get a different ref. Like, you don't got eight refs there. Shit. DeVille then said that she will be taking up the job of a referee for this match and put on a ref shirt. 
Naomi early caught Baszler with a Hurricane Rana and had the advantage. Naomi ended up on the apron and Baszler distracted her. No, DeVille distracted her, allowing Baszler to take control with a kick to the head. Naomi attempted a springboard into the ring, but she slipped and fell into the ring instead. Didn't look like it was how it looked like a botch spot. It didn't look like a oh, she was supposed to slip for the match. No. It looked like she jumped up there and just legit slipped off the ropes. Did not look good. She recovered and caught Baszler with an enziguri. I assume she was supposed to springboard kick or something. Naomi then had the match all but one, but DeVille didn't want to count. Baszler reversed it, and DeVille fast counted. Ba ba ba. Shayna Baszler picks up the victory. After the match, Naomi got in DeVille's face, and Baszler locked on the Carafuda clutch. In the back, Kayla Braxton interviewed the New Day behind the curtain. She wondered if Woods' reign as king is already being threatened. And King Woods promised to defeat the Usos tonight. <clears throat> now, this show really flew by. Like, at this point, I go, man, there's like 20 minutes left in the show. Holy crap, there's only like 20 minutes left in the show. Like, this show, the pacing of this show and everything was really, really good. So, Megan Morant did an interview with Naomi. And Naomi challenged Sonya Deville if she'll ever give up her corporate job and get back into the ring. She said she also... Wants another match against Shayna Baszler. Going forward in a non-title match, the Usos, the current SmackDown Tag Team Champions, took on the New Day. This, well, it's great. I mean, it's the New Day and the Usos. One of the greatest tag team rivalries of the last two decades. Like, this might be one of WWE's greatest tag team rivalries of all time. The Usos versus the New Day. You never have a bad match with these two teams working each other. The Woods avoided Jay early and rocked him with a forearm for a near fall. Jimmy made a blind tag. And the Usos gained control. Jimmy backed Kingston in the corner and rocked him with some chops. Kingston fought back with a drop kick and he went for the trust fall dive. But the Usos caught him and threw him over the barricade into the timekeeper's area. After a commercial break, the Usos were firmly in control. And Kingston fought back and had a standing double foot stomp. Woods got the top tag and ran a wild, only like a King Kane. He caught Jimmy with a side Russian leg sweep. He rocked Jimmy with a series of chops, and then Jimmy, though, fought back. Jay, though, caught Woods with a pop-up neck breaker and got a near fall off of him. Woods and Jay traded forearm shots. Jimmy then hit a pop-up Samoan drop for a near fall, and the Usos followed that up with a double super kick for another close near fall. The Usos went for a double splash, but Woods pulled Jay off the top. This allowed Kingston to get his knees up. Jimmy recovered and hit a super kick to Kofi. Woods made the blind tag and rolled up Jimmy to pick up the victory. So the New Day have pinned the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, which, well, in turn should give them a shot at the SmackDown Tag Team titles. King Woods and Sir Kofi celebrated as the show went off the air. And Michael Cole stated, remember, ladies and gentlemen, next week we will be back on Fox. Where Pat McAfee would say, yeah, baseball sucks. We'll be back next week. And I was like, oh, okay. So we're, we're throwing them shots, Pat McAfee, Mr. Football Guy. Okay, cool. I want to say thank you to Jack Dawson for the super sticker donation. Really do appreciate that. But yeah, that, ladies and gentlemen, was Friday Night Smackdown. 
that the show itself was pretty good. It paced really well, really smooth. Nothing really seemed horrible. I mean, the Naomi, Shayna Baszler, uh, Sonya stuff wasn't that good. But, I mean, it didn't linger to where it just felt really bad. So, yeah. We'll see how everything goes next week. But you know how I felt about tonight's SmackDown. Now I want to know how you feel about tonight's SmackDown. Remember, you can put a super chat in that YouTube chat to let me know. Or you text into 510-906-1341. Again, that's 510-906-1341. Before we get to the text messages, I do. I do, I do, I do. Ooh. I want to check the polls. First poll here is for Twitch. Twitch poll. Wow. Everybody on Twitch just thought it was all right. Twitch viewers thought it was just all right. As far as the YouTube poll does go, 62% liked the show. 34% thought it was just all right. And 4% did not like tonight's SmackDown. And finally, as far as tonight, or as far as the Twitter poll does go, it's a tie. 37% both liked and thought the show was just all right. 37% liked it. 37%, well, actually, 37.5% liked it. 37.5% thought it was just all right. And 25% did not like tonight's SmackDown. As far as the text messages do go, this person says, do you see New Day potentially regaining SmackDown Tag Team Championships? Yes, eventually, yes. Because I think SmackDown did all right tonight, but why Shotzi was booed tonight knowing Sasha Banks is a heel? Because she did a heel thing. Shotzi was booed because she attacked Sasha, who was only trying to help her. Or says, who is the better heel in WWE as a female? Do you see Charlotte leaving WWE? Well, I can't answer the second question because I don't know her contractual status. I don't know if her contract's up at the end of the year. I don't know if she's got three more years. I, I honestly don't know. As far as who's the better female heel, Sasha's a pretty good heel. Let's say Sasha. Um, this person here says, was Adam Pierce's decision to find Brock Lesnar 1 million justified? I don't know. I've never seen the $1 million fine in WWE. It's usually $100,000, but sure. It says, do you think NXT will do NXT takeovers still? No clue. Haven't heard anything on takeover events going forward. I'll let you guys know as soon as I know. Finally, last text message. Last text message here says, "Do you think Xavier Woods is king? Is slowly going to turn him heel and maybe break him off Kofi eventually, or turn them both heel, giving King of the Ring benefits the heel more?" No, 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 no. They are not turning the New Day heel because the New Day were originally when they came up with the idea for the New Day originally, they were supposed to be heels. But these three guys are so beloved by everybody inside that ring, behind the scenes, and in, in that crowd, that they were just baby faces. Baby faces, baby faces, baby faces. There's no way. The fans will never accept it. And, and it's like, do I think he's going to break off from Kofi? Oh, hell no. No. They're not going to break him off. They've talked about breaking all three off. 
but then only broke Big E, which I think was a smart move. So, no, I don't see any of that happening at all. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Pro Wrestling ULTD. And follow us on Instagram by searching for Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Well, that's it here, but I'm not done for the night, folks. If you want to head over to twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy, I will be playing some more of that great, great, great Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll be playing that at roughly 9 p.m. Pacific time. So in about an hour, I should be live over there, twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy, to play some of that great Guardians of the Galaxy. But hey, remember this. If you want to get Guardians of the Galaxy and you want to get it on your computer, head over to the Epic Game Store and buy it on the Epic Game Store. And when you're checking out, it's going to ask you for creator code over on the right-hand side. Put code PWUnlimited and you'll be supporting us when buying a game on the Epic Game Store or buying anything. Fortnite V-Bucks, skins for Rocket League, or any game. Back for Blood, Guardians of the Galaxy, and so forth. Remember, use the Epic Creator Code PWUnlimited when you're buying something on the Epic Game Store. But again, in about an hour, I will be live. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy playing Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't get enough of this game. I really feel bad that I didn't get to play any of it yesterday because I just want to play this game. That's all I want to do right now is play this game. I know other things come first than video games sometimes, but oh, this game is amazing. I can't wait to jump in, and I can't wait for you guys to watch along. Help me make some of the decisions in the game and have a great time. So with that, guys, have a good one, and I'll see you next time.